this is a fucking put a grenade. He <laughs> <laughs> put a grenade in the baby. <laughs> oh man, this movie is ridiculous. Oh fuck. This is like early nineties. Uh, mid mid nineties. I think it's like ninety. I know it's after Rodman was on the Bulls, so I think uh-huh. it's like ninety six, ninety seven. Uh-huh. Uh, for you, for those of y'all who don't know, we might as well just jump right into it. Welcome back to the Saucy Boys podcast. And the movie in the with the sound off is Double Team, starring Jean Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. This is a continuation <laughs> from our Friday night because me and Mike came back to my place at like fucking three thirty in the morning and. Ate Whataburger and watched horrible Look how action long this thing's nose hair is. Damn, I don't think that, <laughs> that close-up did not do him well. Yo, hey, yo, this movie is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, homie goes from slipping on a bunch of Coke cans <laughs> to doing like a... <laughs> like, like a... A perfectly like, choreographed flip, yeah, like and landing flip. on his feet. <laughs> but it was like the oh, like shit. the cartoon, like rolling on can. Like you know, when you see like like in a cartoon, somebody rolls some marbles out, and the cartoon character is like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and it goes into a flip and just karate kicks some random dude in the head. Like who? Okay, who put that in a movie? Like who thought that was a good idea when they were making this movie? Know. Like, all right, John Claude, this is what I want you to do. <laughs> When we have the Coke cans roll, that's going to be our product placement. And you're just going to stumble on top of them like a cartoon character. And then off the side of the little carnival game, you flip and just kick a random person in the head. <laughs> Not any of the people that are shooting at you, just the, a random person running by, innocent bystander. We're going to get it in two takes, okay? One for the <laughs> slip, one for the kick. All right. Ready? Action. Click. <laughs> oh, no. oh man nice little tangent but we are continuing our theme for the month of uh highlighting and putting spotlights on black owned alcohol brands out there and so to end the month we are going to be doing we're going to be uh shedding a little light on a local brewery here in san antonio called withered souls which is a black owned brewery and we'll be partaking in the West Coast style IPA from Weathered Souls Brewing. Um, I know they're not available everywhere, but if you did want to like look into what they offer, um, just go to weatheredsoulsbrewing.com and you'll be able to see all their options. I know their most popular one is uh, the Black is Beautiful Porter Stout that uh, they kind of blew up in 2020, um, of course, like in the in the summer of 2020 with all the George Floyd and everything. Yeah. That was what uh, spurred them to put that one out. And I think I, I think I have had that one. I think it's like a chocolate peanut butter stout or something, but it's yeah. it's pretty decent. But I don't know how you are with like darker beers like that. And I, I'm not a big IPA guy, but I was just like, fuck it, this one seems like fruity or whatnot. I rock, I rock with it. You know, what um, I'm I, and that's dope that too. Like it's black owned. Like mm-hmm. I think the first time I was introduced to them is back when remember I was doing London Pub. Yeah. And they ended up doing like a like a tasting there or something, oh, and shit. they had like reps, yeah. and so like they came by, I was DJing and shit, and like it was it was cool. Yeah, we're, so. it's crazy. We like live five minutes from it. Yeah, the brewery, it's like right and, down the road. Um, my fondest memory of it is um, when I started when I was first dating my girlfriend. Uh, I took her there on a on like a spur of the moment date, and we just had like a couple pints and shared some nachos or whatnot, but it's actually a pretty dope place to go into. And that was even back during pandemic. So they still had like pandemic rules going on. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a lot better now, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into this and yeah. pop the top, get a crack, little, I, get a little uh, ASMR on this IPA. 
man it's crazy like watching these older movies because you don't realize like how ridiculous they are until like you go back and you watch them like some of the shit that they was doing in these movies i was like what like what made y'all think of this it's the the rose tinted glasses thing man where like you'll see something when you're younger and think that oh it wasn't that bad and then you'll watch it again when you're older a little bit and you'll see like oh fuck what was i thinking it's like i got for some reason i think every um damn that's not good yeah it's very potent i i'm fucking um I remember everything in HD in my mind. So, like, there's things that that were clearly not in HD, especially with the advent of, like, the streaming services, and you can go back and watch them now and see. But, like, everything, every show, everything that I remember watching, for some reason I always remember it how, like, the clarity of a television is now. Yeah. And then it's only when I, like, watch it again, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, why does it look like that? Yeah, like, why does it look all grainy <laughs> and shit? Why is the quality like, so yeah, shitty? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have that issue with a lot of things. Either that, like, you go back and you watch something, and, like, the moment that you remember in your head isn't the same, and you don't get the same feeling, like, is when you go back and watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, and then that, too, is just, like, that's why I didn't go. Whenever Disney Plus launched and they were doing... Like all the old like TV shows, like the like gargoyles and shit like that. Like I started watching a few episodes and I was like, "Doesn't look as good." Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, that was that (laughs) was me with um, not that good. It's not as good as I thought it was. That was me with HBO Max. Whenever um I I I loved the the Batman animus animated series as a kid. Yeah. And like I think I fired up like two episodes on season one. I was like, "Nah, I can't watch this. Yeah. It's ruining it's ruining my memory. Like I'm like fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to fuck up the memories. Just like the the animations look all stale and like weird and it's yeah it's it's crazy. Um. Also, I did try a sip of that. That is an IPA. I'll tell you that. Let me get into it. Unfortunately. Well, fortunately, if you do like them. But um, yeah, that's a that's about as IPA as an IPA I, I can get. It does it does have some fruity hints to it, but it's not like, I mean, it's not like a dogfish head. Oh ever, yeah, no, nah. yeah, like that's like for sure. Now this is a, it's I can drink this. Yeah, I can I can sip on this, and you know what? Like the descriptions on this can is exactly what it is: citrusy, refreshing. Uh, yeah, yeah, crisp. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, it is refreshing. Like, it's not I, like normal IPA. IPAs. Like, I don't feel like I'm drinking weed, as <laughs> I like to say. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not as potent as like a dogfish head or something like that. I can say though, like as y'all know, like I've never really been like a a beer guy. A beer. A brisky guy. Brisky. So like, whenever people come at me and like, oh, have you tried this IPA? Have you tried this? And I'm just like, nah, man, I just drink liquor. That's it. <laughs> Better for you in the long run. Yeah. So, um, but no, nah, it's not bad. I, I can. I mean, you know, during the summer, probably chill out by the pool. Yeah. Maybe sip a couple of these. Yeah. Definitely a pool beer, river floating the river or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to Weatherford the uh, not Weatherford Weathered Souls again local <laughs> local brewery. So it's dope to be putting a spotlight on them. Hopefully, hopefully they give us a shout out back whenever we post this and tag them in it. You know what I'm saying? But I did want to get into. The topics for today. Mm. Um, Chaku, what do you think about annoying people? There are plenty of them. <laughs> there is, there's an abundance of annoying people. Oh, there so, is quite the abundance of annoying people. So what about annoying people that you have to work with? How do you handle that? 
Oh man. Um back in the day, um, before I was mild mannered Chaku, I had a tendency to tell mild people mannered? just to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um but now that I'm mild mannered Chaku, I just uh just kind of ignore it. <laughs> it. It depends on what I'm doing though. If it's like my regular job, mm-hmm. then you know, I'm you know my regular job's not too bad. I don't have that many annoying people. I, nobody's really annoying. Yeah, and it's just like I've known them for years, so I know how to like navigate. Yeah, yeah. Through them, like I know like this person's gonna talk a lot, so keep my conversations brief. This person's just gonna sit around and not do anything, so you know try not to get bothered by that. Or this person just fucking sits in the bathroom for so long and is always <laughs> taking up like bathroom time, whatever. Yeah. But um, as far as like DJing. Ah oh, man, I've been able to handle it better. I will say, I, I, I like I used to be real, like nah, man, I'm not like doing, you know. And I would just kind of like, like I would make it known. But now, like I just kind of fuck with people. Yeah. And like people ask them, like, hey, do you have this? I'm like, nah, who's that? <laughs> never heard that. Like, let me get that. Like, show me. <laughs> and I just like fucking. Like, you never heard of Bad Bunny? What? Yeah. I'm like, nah, I never. Who is he? <laughs> never heard of that guy before. I would love to play it. Show Yo, me. What was that shit you posted the other day where you said like somebody like requested something from you like <laughs> not even like ten yeah. minutes into your set? Yeah, I had just started. I maybe like busting. It was uh, busting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a song or two in, and this this big girl. I'm sorry, but this big girl came up and she uh she was kind of she was kind of faded, and she walks up and she's like, hey, she's like, you know what, you should play. And that's the thing that pisses me off the most when you come up and be like, you know what you should play? You know what get everybody fucking crazy in here? Because I'm a DJ. You know what make people fucking get on tables and start twerking? Is if you play Bussin' right now by Nicki Minaj and was it Lil Baby? Yeah. And so I looked at her and I know this song, but I just played it. I was like, oh, I never heard that before. <laughs> I was like, can you show me? And sure enough, this bitch pulls out her phone and it was like, it's this one. <laughs> so she was ready. She was ready to go. But I, I'm looking at him like, uh, I was like, let me see what I can do. I was like, I can try working in. But I was like, I don't think it's going to fit right now. Like everybody's chilling. I was like, just give me some time to get to it. And then so she kind of like backs off and she looks disappointed. So she sits down on the bench in front of like where my booth sat. And she's sitting there for a minute, and then she gets back up again. She comes over and she starts talking to me. And so you know, bros in like how the floor, and like this. So people are like eye level with my equipment. Yeah. And so she's fucking putting both her arms on the goddamn table, motherfucker. And it's pushing my mixer back. And I'm like, yo, like, hey, hold on, chill. And she's like, she's like, what? <laughs> that's the, that's a drunk girl's response as soon as I say some shit like, that. mind you, I'm trying to protect thousands of dollars worth of equipment, and you just look at me and you're like, what? <laughs> like you ain't fucking do anything wrong like yo like chill out like i'm not coming to your house and fucking kicking your cpu over and shit but <clears throat> so she's sitting there and she's like she kind of like backs up and she's like okay well fine i won't touch it <laughs> i'm like i'm i'm like look i'm just trying to be cool like i'll get to you your song or whatever and so she's still looking at me and i go back to mixing and she's like she she's like you lucky i don't fuck you up <laughs> what yeah but i can tell she's drunk so i'm not even mad yeah and i was like you know what lady i was like i'm not worried about that i highly doubt you could fuck me up but you know i like that you think that you could fuck me up threat yeah just you know sit there and threaten me she got that baby d mentality but i will say this at the end of this whole 
occurrence she i, I kind of just like played it off and I, like, I was like just talking shit to her and like bullshitting she's like well my name's such and such and i was like i'm chaku nice to meet you and i played it cool so at the end of everything yeah. like she was you know still cool but you could tell she was fucked up so yeah. it is what it is but the funniest shit about this whole interaction with this person is by the end of the interaction it's maybe like close to 10 maybe a little bit later than that like 10 like close to 10 30 and i see her standing by the the uh, stools next to the bar and she's on fucking lean oh shit she's lean her friend her friend was like dancing in front of me and then she like stopped to go like check on her she's on fucking lean and so i look and i'm like she takes her shoes off and she starts walking out (laughs) and i'm like damn like fucking fiesta feet over here came (laughs) and so i i didn't think i i didn't think nothing of it I didn't think nothing of it. She, she just took her shoes feet. off and walked out. I was like, damn, she's really drunk. Nigga, I look back about like 15 minutes later, and there's these two girls sitting next to the bar, and there's some shoes sitting on a chair. And I'm like, this bitch just take her shoes off and just sitting at the bar like casually with her shoes off? And I look at both of their feet, and they both got shoes on. I'm like, oh. Bitch just left her shoes. It's the big girl. She done left her shoes. Nigga. I went and looked at the shoes like when I was walking by and the whole fucking top half separated from the sole. God damn. And just left the fucking, she just left them shit there. She's <laughs> like, I can't take these back to Macy's. Like, uh. <laughs> the, yeah. So the whole fucking, the hill separated from the, I was like, that shit is wild. Man, and she was, they just, you know, it's, you got to eat before you go out, people. Yeah, you can't yeah. be getting fucked up like yeah, that. Yeah, get you some grub before you come out. Because it, it's not even 1030 and you that gone, you breaking heels. Like, it's not cute either. Like, no, it, it's not cool. Like, nobody wants to see somebody who just, like, out in public and they can't control their, their you know what I'm saying? Like, just shit faced. Yeah, it's. Can't walk. You remember seeing that video where that dude was trying to put his flip flop on and he couldn't put his flip flop? He's at some festival. <gasps> And he was struggling trying to put his flip flop on. This man couldn't get that shit on. God damn. It's hilarious. Poor bastard. Man, this nigga couldn't walk. Now he's Spider Man in the walls <laughs> and shit. John Claudin. John Claudin. But, but um yeah. you're so you're 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 dealing with annoying people is a lot different from mine. So with mine, especially, I can admit that yeah, back in the day when I was working in person, I was more of the the asshole type. To where, like, point people would just come up to me and be like, yeah, Mike doesn't like me or some shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you get right, you're right. You, you'll get used to it, you know? Just stop asking stupid questions or whatnot. But now it's like, now that I'm not in person anymore, um, it's more along the lines of people, like, blowing up the emails for dumb shit. Yo. And it's yeah. like, man. Or in the group chat, just, like, talking. Yo. Like, dog, I woke up on Saturday, and one of these salesmen that I work, for, that I work with who, like, runs one of the accounts or whatnot man this nigga shot me like four fucking meeting meeting invites on saturday morning at like four in the fucking morning like, and i'm just like dog get a fucking life bro it's like, go, fr- to, go to sleep like, it was friday bro you didn't it, unwind like you live in florida go out do something yeah, go play some golf like what the fuck are you doing at like four in the morning so like i wake up to like four fucking like uh, please accept request to the this meeting next week sometime. And I'm just like, dog, really? Like, you couldn't have done this on Monday? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? And he always, like, it's not just me, because there's another dude on my team who who has accounts that this guy oversees. 
and like he blows us up for everything like the dumbest shit and it's like if i if the other dude answers like a question about something on an account yeah he'll like ask me the same question and like the team email can see everything so it's like see see email see uh uh what's it called see response from so-and-so for your answer you know what i'm saying like but he's like one of them motherfuckers and it's like you got them then you got like the real pushy type who are just like i need this now asap now 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 and it's just like no you don't yeah you can wait you're gonna wait you'll get it when we give it to you you know what i'm saying and same thing the other night another motherfucker was like i need access to this report and this report please and like we thought that was over Five minutes later, he sends another one. He's like, oh, I also need access to this one. And then he sends another email. And he's like, I need access to this one, another one. And he, like, he sends like 10 fucking going. emails. Yeah. Oh, and like, there, there were no content in the emails. So you just kept putting that in the title. Like, I need access to this report, this report, this report. And it's just like, dog, what? Like, just because you did that? Just because you fucking, you want to play like that? We ain't responding to this shit. No one is. <laughs> ain't nobody getting no reports. Like, nah, fuck that. You want to be a little bitch about it? Like, yeah. So I've just been trying to work around dealing with annoying people now, even though it's a lot easier when it's not in person. Yeah. So it's just kind of like don't respond. I think that's the main thing is just like trying to figure out how to work around it because like back in the day, like I didn't know how to do that. I would just tell people to fuck off. I'm like, yo, like leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like why are you asking me to do this shit when you have – I hate when people ask me to do something when either one, they're highly capable of doing it or – you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm busy doing something. Yeah. It's like, if you need help, ask me for help. But don't try to get me to do something that you don't want to do. Exactly. That's like the most annoying shit is just like getting passed off tasks from other people who are and too thing, fucking lazy to do The thing I hate job. most about that is they think they're like smart. Yeah. Well, what they're doing is just like, oh, yeah, I can, maybe I can trick him into doing this Bro, shit for and me. And I hate to like, say it, it's like most of the time, like when you work with women, it's like that. Like, women will fucking like try to bat their eyes and and think that i'm like nope that shit ain't gonna work on me <laughs> you could be the, the prettiest woman in this building and i'll be like oh go ahead pick up that box this for me nah at the yeah, warehouse nah. i used to work up in austin um what would piss me off was like i was in the back of the house in the shipping and receiving section and they would call me all the way to the front mind you there's like four other able-bodied men who work up front too yeah they would literally call me over the intercom and be like hey can you, mike can you come to the front <laughs> And he'd be like, yeah, he just needs someone to walk that box to his car. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. And it's like, really? And I'm like, I'm looking around. I see like three dudes at the fucking front counter not doing shit. And I'm just like, yo, really? Like, y'all got all these people up here. Like, yeah, they ain't doing shit. They talking. Me, y'all taking me away from doing my job efficiently yeah. to do some shit that y'all can do. Y'all just sitting there talking. That shit used to piss me the fuck off back in the day. Yeah. That's like the worst. And it's just like. Like, sometimes, like, I don't even want to respond to people. Like, when they come up and they ask me questions like that, I just, like, look at them, and I just walk away. That's that's where it got, that's where it led to. <laughs> like, I would just, like, walk, I'd be like, i just, like, look at them, and say, can you help them with that box? And I'd be like, I don't know, I got something I gotta do. Or when they, like, they request some shit, like, there'll be, like, no paper towels in the bathroom. I'm like, hey, DJ, there's no paper towels in the bathroom. And I'm like, huh. oh, damn, I didn't, huh. does it say janitor on here? Oh, that's crazy. No paper towels, huh? I see custodian on here. It's not my fucking job. It's almost like somebody, anybody can refill those. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Well, they're under the sink. Oh, well, I know. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I didn't use them all, so. Guess you 
better go look under the sink then. <laughs> yeah, it's just shit oh, like that. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it sucks. But moving on, you know what else sucks? Taking L's on sneaker apps, man. And we, yes. We've talked about this forever, but I figure we got to just like start w- like fiddling some more time in on this podcast to talk some more sneakers because, I mean... We both like our sneaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not as much as you. Like, I don't have as many as you. I only got a few. You've been on a run recently, but <laughs> it's still just like, I don't know, man. I only got a few. <laughs> only, yeah, look, light, light flex right here. This fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, light fucking flex. No, this guy fucks around and accidentally hits on sneakers. Meanwhile, like, I, I try my hardest. That's very rare, though. I catch an L. It's rare that I, I, I hit. And it, it sucks because I follow, like, all these things and I get notifications and even though I get to get to it early, like I still. So the thing that pisses me off about sneakers, right, is I get the notification from like the apps that I follow. They're like, hey, sneakers is about to drop this in like, you know, however many minutes. And I'll go to sneakers app and like get ready for when like the link pops up or like whenever like you can click to purchase it. Mm-hmm. And on my other phone that I have, the notification will pop up like 20 30 minutes later and it's like oh releasing on sneakers it's like it already released <laughs> like you sending me, you sending me these push notifications after the fact that all the bots done bought up the shit and then it's on like shit that so like those acid wash dunks yeah. like i wanted i low i'm not even gonna front like i wanted the yellow ones i don't really like the other ones but like black i just i put my name in a hat for all three the the black and yellow ones the orange and blue I think orange and blue, right? Mm-hmm. And then the fucking the chocolate dunks. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm not going to hit. So it is what it is. And, you know, sure enough, I ain't hit. But it, the thing about that is just it's so fucking annoying. Like, all these people with bots and they just go out and, like, buy all these sneakers. And, like, they got this, you know, stock of sneakers that they don't even fucking sell. They're sitting there reselling shoes that are, you know, $100, you know, a pair for, like, fucking four or $500. Hey. It's like, come on, bro. Hey, someone's I mean, trying I, to hit licks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, it's a business to all niggas. But at the same time, it's just, like, for the people that actually do, you know, like the sneakers or just, like, you know, different shit, it makes it hard for people like that to enjoy because i'm i'm for sure not fucking paying resale prices no that was the thing with the 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 dunks last week that i really wanted um they're they rent 120 dollars retail you can't find them anywhere for less than 250 now you know what i'm saying on on the resale value on the motherfuckers but it's just like i don't know it it just it's so it's so dumb and like i don't know we've spent time on here i've shit on resellers all the time but it's like that that's what ended up happening for me, that's how I ended up getting those questions. And now, like, I'm sitting on a pair of questions that I can't sell right now because there actually is a lot of fucking um, inventory on them. Yeah. And so, like, even the people who list them on StockX, they're, like, asking $300 for them. But, like, I think their highest bid they've gotten is only 50 bucks right now. Yeah. So it's like they got to wait for the inventory to sell out everywhere before people are desperate enough to even attempt the, to look at, to even try and purchase like, the oh, shoes. Like, should I get it on stock? And it's like me, I'm just like, I actually like the shoes. Yeah. And it's like every time I take them out the box, I'm like, I'm contemplating wearing them. And I'm just like, fuck, I just got to <laughs> chill on these, but man. But it's like, fuck, you know how many outfits I can get off with these motherfuckers? Like, but same thing, like that that basically came about of me just be taking an L on sneakers and just like, ah, fuck it, I guess I'll get these. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even still, like just looking at the market on everything now, every shoe that's dropped since last week. 
if you check on like on like sneakers uh, on like StockX or eBay or whatnot, those always go eBay first and StockX and mm-hmm. just see what's out there, like the pricing. Like you get a gauge of how much more they're gonna hike the motherfuckers up. Yeah, and it's so annoying, man. So, yeah, and then on top of that too, it's like anytime you do get like I've ordered a couple of pairs from StockX, and they take fucking forever to oh, get yeah. there because they gotta go through authentic. Like authentic is it authentication? Yeah, authentication. See, I can't even talk. Authentication. This, I this IPA is getting to me. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, they gotta pass all that shit. And then a lot of the times, like the for the two or three pairs that I've tried for on there, two times, uh, they didn't pass. Damn. And so I had to find something else. And I'm just like, so that's why I've only gotten like two pairs from there. Yeah. I've but, sold I've sold a pair and I bought one pair of shoes from from StockX and they I think they both took about the same I no the sell took the sell was faster definitely. I think I got my money a lot pretty quick. Um I want to say it was almost like probably about a week. Yeah. But the purchase was the one that took like two and a half weeks. Yeah, it should take forever. Almost three for the motherfuckers to come in. Speaking just, of speaking of things that take forever to get here. <laughs> so I just received my Yeezy Gap hoodie. Oh shit. <laughs> and that motherfucker is like a crop top hoodie. <laughs> That shit is crazy. It fits good. It's a large. It's my size, but it's my size from like the waist up. It's the arms size. fit amazing and everything, but then like you put it on and you raise your hands and that bitch is just crop top. It's a large from the shoulders to the to the midsection. Then right when you get to the midsection, it's a small. So I'm assuming <laughs> Kanye didn't dis- he didn't design these for niggas with long bodies because <laughs> my torso I got a, a decent sized torso and uh, yeah. So it, but the thing that sucks about it is it's so comfortable. Like you try this on, like it's a it feels like a weighted blanket almost. Yeah, it's like this thick material, and it's like you can tell it's like a quality material. But it's just it's not long enough, and it's it breaks my heart. Hopefully, you get some more um, good weather to get that bitch off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know we got that bipolar weather. It was fucking ninety degrees yesterday, and now it's all fucking thirty right now. <laughs> I feel like that's a. I feel like that's gonna be like a movie hoodie. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me grab my hoodie real yeah, quick. Let me grab my movie hoodie. Are we going to the movies? I just gotta wear a long shirt with it, <laughs> so my belly button's not showing. This guy, <laughs> that, that shit, man. I was like, I put it on. I was excited too. I took that shit out the box. It comes in like the the pack. Like you know how like the Yeezys, uh, like inside the box. Sometimes when it comes with laces, it comes in like that little pouch. It came in a, a pouch like that. And I was like, oh shit. And then I took it out and I like held it up and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me try this on. Tried it on. Got 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 this goddamn crop top hoodie. You give it to your, you. See what your girl looks like with it on. It'll probably be bigger, Sean. I mean, it'll fit like yeah. lengthwise, but because I got shit like because that happened with me one time. Like I bought a hoodie that it was like stupid tight on me, and I hated it. It was a cotton on hoodie, so you yeah, know so the, you fit, the fitting's weird. And I just tossed it to my girl, and that shit like it's like perfect on her, and I'm just like, God damn it. See, I, I told her about this one. Uh, she's like, "Well, how much you pay for it?" <laughs> I was like, "Don't worry about it, <laughs> babe. Wear, it's, it's not about the price. It's about how it fits." Just wear the goddamn hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> just wear the goddamn hoodie, man. But uh, nah, you know, like sneakers. I've always been a big sneaker person. Mm-hmm. It's just like I've never been in a position to afford sneakers, and then now I'm in that position. Yeah, same thing. But um, I can't get the shit that I want, and it sucks. 
<laughs> it's like I don't have no plugs. I no. wish I knew. And then like people refer me to things and people show me things, but I don't have like legit. You know what fucked me up is back in the day whenever they had the Air Yeezys, nigga. I saved up. I saved my money. <laughs> like <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> I saved my money for at least like two pairs, and I wanted the um the the red octobers. And then it was either like the Zen or like the Wolf Gray, like the Platinums. It was like two or three pairs. And I had a chance to get the Red Octobers. And the guy that was I was going through to get him for, he fucked me. God damn. He fucked me. If somebody offered him more money, and I had already talked to him, he offered to do more money. And the nigga's like, sorry, man. Were they real? Yeah. Oh. It was legit. But, yeah, he sold the motherfucking... The Air Yeezys. Man, I was hurt because. I'd be hurt too, man. That's the Red October's, bro. That's a. You know how much the motherfuckers are worth now? Like 7,000? No. It's more? <laughs> Let's take a gander, oh, fuck, my friend. Man. We're going over to StockX, cesspool of America. We're, we're going to StockX. <laughs> I know they're. I, I know the price, but I want to show you the price because you're going to be like, oh shit. I saw like, um, man, what was I looking at? It was like this article about like, uh, uh, Yeezy's Adidas Adidas line, like the Turtle Doves, them motherfuckers go for like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars now. They don't they don't even look that dope in my opinion. And I'm still just like, I don't know. I just never fucked with the OG like the OG Turtle Doves, the first pair. I like the. I don't fuck with them. I like a turtle. Like, like I'm just like yeah, like the three fifty or the the pirate black ones. Yeah, yeah, I like those. It's just yeah, it's crazy. So for my size, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Twenty one thousand dollars. And if you have a size nine and a half, which uh a homie of mine does, fifty five thousand dollars. God damn. So I mean, you know what though, like even if I had the Air Yeezys and they were that price, um I wouldn't sell them. I the, wouldn't resell. The them. only thing more coveted than that has to be the air mag. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But these uh these are the ones I wanted the plat and Jarvis has those. Yeah. I was like, damn, nigga. This <laughs> is stunning. Hurt shit. my soul. If I ever come up on nine grand, you know, and I could just throw nine grand away. Did he like get them for retail or did he buy them? Yeah, he got them for retail. Lucky bastard. Um But yeah. Now I had a chance to get, you know, a couple of pairs of retail, but just man, got fucked. And then um another pair that I wanted it like for me it wasn't like i'm not like a fucking hype beast like yeah. i wanted them because i genuinely like the shoe and so the 750s i always wanted a pair of those and i had an opportunity to get the um the 750 the uh triple black ones yeah. for retail is 350 and now they're about like like 1100 that's crazy yeah, I was at that time man when the turtle doves and 750s came out that was when i we were just looking at him like oh man he left nike for this <laughs> and it's just like it's crazy how how like the perception has changed on it now that the line is like off and running yeah and there's like all these options to it now those are like the the holy grails of his of the sneak of the the yeezy line and it's just like it's like that's but, fucking crazy man and it sucks because like those 750s the only reason i didn't get them is because i was out of town i was mm. in vegas at the time and they were like, well, if you don't come get them now, like, and it was like direct from somebody that worked from Adidas. I was like, fuck, man. 
If I don't come get them now, what, bitch? Man, see, that sucks. <laughs> I hope, like, if I ever get to a point <laughs> where I could just, like, drop stupid amounts of money on like, I, I definitely, those are, like, I guess you could say, like, my grail pair. Like, yeah. the, the ones I would want. And, I mean, I would still wear them. I'm not finna, I'm not finna keep the motherfuckers in a, a case so the, the soles can, you know, crack up and all that bullshit. A boost? You think a boost saw would the deteriorate? I don't think it would. No, no, I don't think about, but the Air Yeezy. Yeah, that would because yeah, Nike. that would because it's Nike. Like uh, DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. his shit's blew out. Just, oh, just Yeezy came to visit. He was like, "I got to put these Yeezys on." And next thing you know, the motherfuckers blew out. Those are the ones I always wanted to. You know what's crazy though is I know there's resellers that are just sitting on pairs. Oh, they have to be because nobody wants to fucking buy them. Just sell them for you know. I buy it for a G. Were those ever in stores? Any of those? The Nike Yeezys? I don't think they ever were. No, I think they dropped in like certain stores. Okay. That's all. So it was only like bigger cities like New York, Houston, yeah. shit like that. But for like San Antonio, because <laughs> we never get shit out here. Yeah. Man. Well, we got one of those uh, gay projections right before uh, uh, Yeezys dropped in mm-hmm. North Star Mall. <laughs> no, but did we? Yeah. That was one of the site locations. But it never popped up. It didn't. I don't think so because I think sworn people went. I think that night me Baker and somebody else went out trying to like look for it and find it. Damn, we didn't find it because I remember when they started. He was doing that shit. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I could have sworn I saw people like posting shit about posting it on like Twitter and shit. See, I gotta dig into the the archives and see good old YouTube. I know somebody probably posted it. That's crazy. Look at that old ass Fiat. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. So, like, with sneakers, I, I'm definitely a fan. You know what? I went to go buy some shoes today. <laughs> I went to the mall to go buy some shoes today. And I went to Foot Locker. And I seen a pair. And I was like, okay, like, those are cool. Like, I'll go ahead and grab those. And I was waiting. And the lady at Foot Locker was so fucking rude. Was it at Rolling Oaks? No, it was at North Star. Okay. I was like, you know, I'll pass. I'll pass. I definitely and I actually wanted the pair. Like the pair was a dope pair, and I guarantee if it wasn't cold outside and it was busier, the motherfuckers would be sold out. Yeah. But the the lady was just so fucking rude. So, um, cause I slid into, I went to Rolling Oaks recently, and uh, one once again I'll say this: I don't know how the fuck that place is still open. The cookie there, spot. I'm telling there, you, there was nothing in that motherfucker. <laughs> Everything's closing. It's like, why am I here? And I feel so bad because everybody who works there has that same look on their face. of like, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? But, like, I, like, walked in the Foot Locker over there and just browsed around. There was nothing for me. Oh, yeah. Nah, you got to go to – oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that on, on pod. Oh, yeah, don't do that. One, also, it wouldn't matter for me because I wear a 14. Mm. So, I it, no one has my size. It's very rare for them to have my size and it not be, like, an on-sale shoe or them ugly ass LeBron soldiers <laughs> at Nike, yo, something like that. The motherfuckers are so ugly. I fucking hate those shoes. Every time I see them, I'm just like, oh man, a forty, oh man, man, oh, it's fucking ugly. You know what pisses me off? Like whenever like they have these raffles for like, because they do it here too. And I was talking to a homie about this, and he was saying that like when he used to work at whatever, like all they would do is just like all their friends would enter the raffle. And they would just pick their friends. Yeah. Bitches. And I'm like, and so I did a raffle for the first time the other day for this pair I wanted. And 
the dude was like, yeah, well, you know, just fill it out. And then we'll call y'all around like eight or nine. Mind you, when I put my name in the box, nigga, there was like four names in the box. There wasn't none in the box. So they didn't, they, they didn't call me. So I was sure enough. I showed up the next day and they still had some of the names in the box. And so I left and then I called and she was like, oh, um, yeah, well, tomorrow we're going to do a re-raffle. So we'll call uh, all the people that are left in the thing around eight or nine o'clock. Nigga, there are three fucking names in there. She was like, well, yeah, it's for like the people that didn't come and pick up there. I'm like, yo, but I'm like, y'all gave it to all y'all homies, whatever. Like, y'all, whatever. I don't know. I just, I hate that shit. Like, I don't. Mm. They run it. They do. They do the fucking gatekeepers. It's a monopoly. To dope kicks. They probably sell them to their friends that own these boutiques and shops and shit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And then they, they get their bread on top, on top of their on top of their regular pay. Did I say that out loud? I just sneezed it. Nobody could decipher what I said. Uh, <laughs> true North. Uh, oh. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Uh, shit. Um, when, um, when people do that shit, it makes me want to massacre those motherfuckers it sucks man because you fucking up i mean whatever i don't know i don't got nothing else to say about it because he's gonna put me in a mood and i'm just gonna be mad about all the l's i took this morning <laughs> it's i i will say this of course over this last week this is like the the first time in a while where i was actually like a little disappointed on the l's because it actually had a bunch of shoes that i was like damn yeah like i really want those you know what I'm saying? Even if the, even if some of them had just I wanted them for resale, it doesn't matter. I, it's just uh, I I would actually felt some type of way this week when I caught L's. I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, I had the paper. I was ready too. Fuck. It's funny. I I typically go for like the Yeezys that I know nobody else is gonna want, and I hit on them. Did you go for those black ones with the blue stripe? Uh, I think that's um next. Week. Is that the twenty eighth? Yeah. All right. So still got some time. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I, this I don't like them when there's a black. lot of there's a lot of hype around them though. Yeah. So people are gonna want those. Um, you know, one pair I was surprised. I don't know if I talked about this last pod, but it was the Racer Blue, mm-hmm. the Jordan Fives, and surprisingly, like seeing those in person, like I like those a lot. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, should I cop?" But I just ended up not getting them. Racers. I wanted the the Jordan Threes too. They came out the Cardinal Reds. Yeah, dog. Okay, so same thing. Those, I'm early. I am fucking early. And do this shit, whatever. It's like you didn't get accepted, blah, blah, blah. Or your submission didn't get selected. Sorry. And then I, I'm i getting links from the, the Twitter thing that I follow. And it's like, oh, a few pairs like left up on here, a few pairs on here. And it's like all these like other like people, these resellers that are selling them. And they have the sizes, but they're selling them for like fucking... Like stock egg price, uh, stock X prices. Yeah. I was just like, all right, whatever, man. I was like, I'm not shooting my shot with this shit no more. So, y'all, it's uh, it's um, it's a hard, hard road out here for. It's hard out here for a sneaker pimp, you for, know, <laughs> for people to actually like sneakers, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, moving forward. Oh, nigga, I seen what you was trying to do with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to play it off. I didn't want to, like, shout out, like, thanks for stepping on the transition. But anyways, you know, when I take an L, it makes me want to massacre a motherfucker. Honestly, something 
kind of like what Leatherface did in this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that came out on uh, on Netflix. Hey, have you did you get a chance to watch that? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I set that shit up perfect he too. Did, and here I comes just, Oblivious and I, Chaku, and I just fucking stepped all yes. over it. Yeah, well, you know my shoes, and it's like, God damn it. Man. Anyways, <laughs> that was that was a good one. Um. Yeah, me and my girl watched it on Saturday night or whatnot. Um, you want to do spoilers or what? Yeah, let's spoil the fuck out this. Okay, here's my thing. Especially nowadays when you got people like Jordan Peele or whatnot, I can't stand horror movies that are built off of dumb decisions by characters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that there's nothing that annoys me more. But I get it. The slasher genre was created off of people doing making dumb decisions. But in my mind, it just feels lazy to me that you can't, you can't make a movie with competent characters in it and still getting killed because that makes it scarier to me. If the characters are actually competent in making good decisions, and it's like that's not what happens in this. Like, oh, definitely not. It's just a bunch of dumb, dumb decisions after another. It's like who, who, who raised these to become? Who raised these people well, to become oh, adults? Oh my god. Just the amount of stupidity going on. The worst part to me was when uh, the survivor of the original one like had leather face. <laughs> she had the drop on this. Yeah, thing in his she room. was like, "What'd she say?" She's like, like say, "Say my yeah, name, say my friends' like, names." Like, bitch, what? You ain't Shoot this child. motherfucker! Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Stop playing. Do you remember me? Like, nah, this nigga don't remember you because you know, he's murdered tons of people. Like, Just this, kill this motherfucker he's right He's wearing here. his mom's face right now, bitch. He don't fucking remember your, you or your friends. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> what if he was like, bitch, that was 50 years ago. <laughs> I changed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. I just, man, oh. that movie, and, and like you said, too. <laughs> this Dennis Rodman just lifted a man up over a car and threw him into a passing by bus. <laughs> yeah, this movie is rowdy. Uh, um, but nah, like that's my thing too with like horror films is you know having competent characters that are like hey you know that's not smart. Yeah. But the thing that you know I find dope about like a good scary movie is like those characters being smart and going you know the way that they go and choose that route. But the killer finds some way and they find some way to like make this shit creative yeah so that the killer could get to them and kill them yeah eventually right but just with like this oh like let's go in this creepy like (laughs) you know or when uh the funniest part of that whole shit is when she was trying to sneak out the house and she's like sliding down a banister and then she like lands on the stairs (laughs) And then it's the camera pans up and that big motherfucker is just He's standing there like there. looking at her. And then he just fucking throws a sledgehammer at her and like <laughs> and knocks her like fucking 10, 15 feet back. Like that shit was hilarious. And then she's like under the house like trying to. Okay, mind you, if you're under the house and you're trying to get away, you have time before this nigga starts up the chainsaw to start digging that shit into the floor to try to get you. And you see the great nigga go for the great. Go for the grace. She was like taking so much fucking time. And another thing that annoys me about shit like that is like whenever it's a scene and like they're supposed to be quiet. And yeah. It's like real quiet in the house. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yo, shut the fuck up. Or like when they're crying in the cutscene. Yeah. 
<laughs> like he can hear you. If I'm hiding from somebody who's coming to try and fucking find me and kill me, nigga, I'm sitting there quiet as shit. I'm not moving. I will not even <laughs> fart. Like that shit is wild to me. Like I get it, but then it. What? <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, y'all that are listening, but this movie playing behind us with the sound off just gets more and more ridiculous as we go. This nigga just kicked his shoes off, has a switchblade between his toes, and is trying to chop Jean-Claude Van Damme up. Oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. I forgot all about this shit, man. If y'all haven't seen Double, is it Double Team? Watch this shit on Netflix if you want a good laugh. They about to kiss. (laughs) Is that Shang Tsung? Uh, Nah, nah, it's not that was racist. You think all Asian people look alike? Ah, uh, damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just fuck you with you. But uh, nah, just, what were we talking about? There's that shitty ass Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Mask okay. Movie. Anyways, so what I was getting to with that is I hate the fact now that like there's a lot of shit that's being produced on Netflix and it looks very student filmy. Mm. And the reason I say that is because it's just the shots and like how everything's put together just how how the whole film was directed it's just fucking it's it's not i was gonna say it was very low budget but it looked good because their their budget basically called for a ghost town so the set was really just like an old wild west set essentially Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's just like all we got to pay for is the blood and the gore well see look the cinematography was great but the selection of shots and how it was filmed mm-hmm. was fucking horrible. Yeah. It's like some of the like the scenes, like the camera movements, I it just I'm like getting real technical about it, but it's just like shit like that that pisses me off too. I feel like if you're an experienced filmmaker and you know like from your previous films, like, okay, like let me get away even like when you made student films. It's like when you make a student film, it's like you know what a student film looks like or how it feels. And you want to get away from that because you want your projects to be more cinematic or, you know, whatever you're trying to go for, like creatively. But to if your creative decision is to make your shit look like a student film, like because I have motherfuckers that I went to school with that they make films still mm-hmm. and they still look like student films from whenever we fucking first started. Like it's very, um, very amateur. Yeah. Very fucking amateur. I feel like if you are getting a budget, and this is just my opinion, if you're getting a budget, especially from like Netflix, like nigga, I'm making that shit look crazy. And it's like that budget obviously didn't go to the actors because I mean it was a bunch. And of that's money. what I'm saying. Bunch of nobodies, too. man. I'm like, I just I don't know. Bunch oh, of nobodies. Did you like it though? Uh, nah, not really. Nah, I hated it. That and was, everybody on the bus. That was. And like I hate how perfect example of people doing stupid shit as like he's sawing people up nobody decided to slide by him and run to the exit everyone just stood there screaming pounding on the windows or not even that like after the first nigga got sliced up like all y'all jump on him that too there's like 10 of y'all yeah that too but you know what i'm saying it's it's classic slasher movie tropes you know what i'm saying but it's just the fact that they 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 were so heavy-handed into them that annoyed me that I was just like, oh my god, this movie. Everyone's making dumb decisions. Like even in the end, like I knew it was coming yeah. because they're 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 uh, the the rule of being too carefree in a in a danger zone 
and it's like it's like y'all didn't see this nigga die why are y'all chilling yeah why are y'all chilling in the tesla and why'd y'all put it on autopilot yeah start that motherfucker up like what are you doing (laughs) it was driving off so slow yeah you know how like roller coasters start this nigga could have easily just ran after the car and killed the other girl too but no we gotta have a sequel so she just gets to ride off on autopilot which is fucking dumb (laughs) while she's like head popped out the sunroof jesus no that was funny as shit man he just snatched that bitch up and just sawed her head off at the end chop chop like my girl jumped i was like you didn't see that coming really like come on (laughs) you didn't see him die you saw them hit him with the chainsaw and then they shot him and then he falls in a pool of water that's the easiest way to let you know that someone's not dead like you got to see the life leave their body and then the whole time too i was like shoot him in the face yeah shoot him in the face nope shoot him in the face nope nobody does Nope. just body shots motherfucker goes and gets the m16 and don't even know how to work it (laughs) yeah it's just like so many just so many bad decisions on top of each other that just like led me to check out on the film uh even towards the end but you know and then (laughs) when the survivor from the old joint when she got chainsaw put her in the air is you still live and then he he wrapped it up inside her body like sawed up her insides (laughs) and then threw her in a trash pile (laughs) and then somehow miraculously like she just fucking got a couple of shots off and was like oh don't (laughs) and then died like this <laughs> i wonder if she's acted since uh 1972 or whatever the obviously original one came she out. hasn't I, I, would, I would hope not you know what i'm saying but she's like all right i'll do your netflix movie <laughs> i do netflix movie <laughs> oh my but, yeah you know what from the, the previews i thought it was gonna be a little bit better than what was yeah what it was me too i'll say this i still stand by i think the uh that remake they made in like oh three with jessica beale Mm. I still think that was a really good one. Um, it was super gory, and then I they to did go back a, and watch that one. I don't, I don't remember that one too much. And then a few years after that, they did one called Beginning, which was basically a prequel to the remake that they made. Mm. And that one was pretty dope too. Um, but yeah, on on this level, now nah, this one's yeah, this one is trash. <laughs> it's big trash, big trash. I mean, man, if you really want to waste some time and just be mad at the end of a movie, then go ahead and watch it. It's on the level of the. Uh, that last Michael Myers movie that came out, the Halloween Kills movie. Oh, see, I didn't see you that. Didn't, one. Oh man, you want to talk about garbage, like in bad <laughs> decisions, bro? Like they made this nigga off like he was like God or something like that. Like the, I, I shit you not, he kills a whole town in like five seconds, <laughs> like a whole town. Like I, I shit you not, like you know how we always say like gang up on him. Yeah, the town did that and still got the ass. Yeah, up. and they had him dead to rights. And then this nigga's super combo meter just goes off <laughs> and he, he he wipes out the whole town in like five seconds. That nigga's like 250 and 0. Like, yeah, like just he, he just gets a super combo out of nowhere and he just goes off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, what? Like, that's what you, this is what we're going with? And it's, yeah, it, it's on those levels, man. Like, it's like, I get it. These killers are, they're killers, but it's just like, if, they're, if you, there's something else than a killer, let us know. Because it's just a man in a mask. That was kind of my gripe with Scream. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't a bad film, but it just, there were parts I was like, can we, we're in a a time now where people are so desensitized to shit. Like, make it a little bit more realistic. Yeah. You can't have a bitch getting stabbed like eight or nine times and then she like is out the hospital like five, six hours later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She should have got poked up a couple of times. And <laughs> then the nigga should have ran off. And then she should have been in the hospital. Yeah. And she's still recovering from it. Like but she got stabbed in the fucking hand. 
Yeah. And then she's like running around in the movie, like doing all kinds of shit. I'm yeah. like, yo, if I got stabbed in the hand, I get a hangnail, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, That's um, when it comes to that, one of the one movie that I, I love this movie, but I can't take my mind off of it is uh, is Die Hard. Because he's running around in the whole movie with no shoes. <laughs> and there's like a part where like he steps on glass and his feet get like severely fucked up in the whole movie. Like now whenever I watch it around Christmas time, because it is a Christmas movie, I don't care what anyone says. I'm always just like, how come this nigga couldn't find no shoes? Like it just it, it, it annoys me to a point where I'm just like, all right, I gotta stop watching this. Had to miss some shoes in there put some somewhere. Shoes on, dog. But yeah, so if y'all wanna waste some time, go ahead and watch that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um I wouldn't recommend it. You can skip it. It's uh, you know. I, I say it's a skipper for sure. Yeah. If you like slasher movies, then go ahead, and knock yourself out. But the point of the show that I've been waiting to get to, mm. music fucking corner. Music corner, baby. And this is a special one. This, this is actually gonna be like a three part music corner because until this uh the series ends, I figure we can just talk about it at the end of every podcast. But um. And today we are gonna get into music corner. We are going to discuss. The baby gap hoodie Creator. designing fucking music mogul <laughs> weird boot wearing I can't stand them fucking boot contact wearing Kanye West. Yay. I was gonna give it more, but it's feeling Genius Doc. It <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Sorry, is your if you're listening to this right now, part two, episode two is probably already out, but we're only gonna be talking about episode one today. Um, Chuck. And there's no such thing as spoilers because yeah. you've been seeing this nigga like for the past fucking what? I don't know how many years. Uh, 20. Damn. It's 20 now, yeah. Because the doc starts in 2002. That's wild. That's crazy. Here's what I'll say uh, off, off, off rip. I'll say this. It's great to see where all the footage for uh, the Through the Wire video came from. Mm hmm. Because I, I actually watched the Through the Wire video recently, and I was just like, "Damn, all this shit was in the in the documentary." Yep. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm just like, "Fuck, I completely forgot about that shit." So it's great to see who's the person behind all that that footage. But it's um, man, it's crazy. It's like a time machine, dog. Like going back in twenty years twenty years ago, and and it's like him and New him like going through the shit of leaving Chicago. Yeah. Because he had niggas who were hating on him in his own city, which is fucking so ironic and going to new york and like getting like the blow up and shit like that even though like i had seen the you see it at the end of the the through the rock through the wire video but like watching the the uncut footage of him getting his rockefeller chain Mm -hmm. was just it was still dope and then the whole thing uh of him trying to get on it at uh mtv2 for the you hear you hear first thing yeah dog i remember seeing those things all the fucking time because at that time we had just the cable service we had was called Paragon and they got bought out by Time Warner. So they made us upgrade our box to Time Warner and when we got that shit, it came with MTV two. And I remember they were always do that shit. Like and I forgot the, the, the host, the the black guy on that that they showed. I forgot his fucking name, but I remembered him. Like as soon as I saw him, I was like, I know this motherfucker. And then it was just like, Oh shit. He hosted uh, direct effects and all this on all the rap shit on MTV2 back in the day. And it's yeah. like, I completely forgot about that shit, dog. <laughs> but, man, so the crazy thing about, like, this whole joint was I it it hit 
a little close to home you know like the the beginning stages because like back when i you know first started doing music and shit it's like nobody really fucking takes you serious yeah and so you have zero support you know from anybody around you unless they're like in there in the fucking trenches with you Mm -hmm. like doing the shit and so like cootie was saying it's just like watching how everybody fucking like played kanye and was like didn't think that he can do this shit but then you have you know a couple of other people that were like deep in it and seeing what the fuck was going on it's like they were vouching for this nigga yeah and it's just crazy like when he was going through the office and he was playing all falls down for everybody and niggas was was on their phone and it was one girl who was feeling it but then it's like right after she was feeling it somebody walked in and she had to get back to business or something like that it's like cut off the camera and all that but it's crazy because like when you look at his face like when he's like performing and like doing a song it's like i could tell what he was feeling yeah in that moment because i've been in that same position where you you know show people your music and people are just kind of like oh okay that's nice yeah and then it just kind of like shrug you off like mm-hmm. they just listen to it and they want you to leave and so like you know you're in that zone and like you're all about it and i'm the one thing that stood out to me is when he played it in that last uh person's office and those people came in there and then he just was like kind of disappointed yeah and he started like touching random shit on the wall <laughs> it's just like because you you know we kind of yeah it was it was like a painfully awkward thing yeah when you watch it and you're just like damn i felt this before it's crazy i actually feel that way about the pod sometimes like yeah. i'm just like but that, then, that's my whole mentality of like don't ask to be on the pod if you've never listened to an episode yeah which when we first dropped there were a bunch of people who were like, oh, can I come on? And it's just like, have you heard us? Yeah, they're like, no, no, nah, nah, I haven't listened to you yet. And it was like, so why the fuck would I let you on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's dumb. Like, you don't support. But I feel like that's that's that goes the same way with, like, not just on music, but it's just, like, anything a personal friend does, like, like business-wise. Yeah, business-wise. Like, if you start your own business, you see the memes all the time. It was like, niggas will like... They'll like it when you post, like, you got your own job. Like, you'll get a million likes. But it's, like, as soon as you say you're starting your own business, like, nobody's going to like the picture or some shit. Yeah. Like and it's, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, like, some some hating-ass shit deep down or... I feel like that's probably Or people just hoping you fail or, or whatnot. But it's just, like, everyone's like that when but, it comes to anything that you, of you pursuing something. But then it's that, too. It's, like, there was a thing that I seen, and it was, like, a client will become a friend sooner than a friend will become a client and i was just like damn like yeah some real shit because there's people that i barely like know and as far as like doing the dj shit like they fucking ride for me yeah like they you know say hey you know chalk we got this going on we got that and like they fucking like they'll stick their neck out whereas like i have some people i've known for years and they're just like oh hey what's up man how you been yeah (laughs) <laughs> even if they doing like some amazing shit and they get some like amazing opportunities i'm not asking nobody to put me on no shit like i work for what i get but it's just like i know if i was in a position to put anybody on for anything like i would definitely help them out yeah especially if i like i fucked with you like that but i have complete strangers that are like yo like let me get you here let me get you here like we really fuck with everything you're doing when that's all it is like everyone wants to talk about how can we build like generation generational wealth and help each other up help my brother yeah. my brother's keeper but it's just like all you got to do is not be a gatekeeper yeah. like in an, an, an unintentional gatekeeper by just not fucking with us and i feel like that's my position now because i'm not not a gatekeeper but um it's just like i have you know younger djs that i i know and like they're 
you know starting to do their thing and it's just like nobody's really guiding them in the right direction yeah you know really helping them out and i'm not gonna say like i'm the most you know i'm not the the best dj in san antonio no shit like that like i can give you tips and pointers that nobody gave me before when you know i started so that way you can navigate this shit better so that way you're not getting fucked over and that way you're not fucking other djs over by you know lowballing yourself or you know doing all that because a lot of the times it's like some venues don't care they'll try to lowball you and and pay you you know some bullshit and there's another guy out there that's like you know highly capable of you know doing shit knows how to mix but they'll hire the nigga that doesn't know how to mix or do anything they just playing songs because it's cheaper yeah. and maybe they have a bigger following on tiktok or some shit like that so no skill in it yeah so uh, just a lot of the people that you know ask me for help and you know chop it up with me um you know i try to help them out and like you know put them on the gigs and shit like that because i mean you know there's money to be made for everybody yeah and i can't do this shit forever so i'd rather you know help somebody out and and you know teach them something that they can you know benefit from yeah i'm not finna fucking like you know keep the i mean there are some secrets right when it comes to like because how you do your thing is gonna be some secrets of course but it's like you're not giving them the all access book yeah, you're just yeah, lending just, a helping hand and yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing like help, help motherfuckers out right because i know how it feels i know how it feels to be in that position where you're asking people for help or you're asking and it's funny too it's because well how come you ask it's like i do ask for help as for, you know, like y'all's, you know, critique or like whatever on certain things, I send y'all mixes and music and y'all just like, uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Like, that's not helping me. Yeah, it's dope, like, man. To, cool. To be a, like a yes man, I really appreciate the people that tell me like, hey, you know, this or may or suggestions like maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that, but not just to be like, you know, oh, everything you're doing is great. Yeah. That doesn't help me. So. Yeah. It's. It's kind of like in line with uh, what he was, uh, what Ye was saying in in that that uh, in the Genius Doc on like one of those parts where he was like saying like there's a lot of uh, entitled people out there who just want to hand it to him, yeah. And it's like he's just out there working for it, but still motherfuckers, it's like they won't like motherfuckers won't fuck with him because like I guess it's like he works too hard for it or something in some scenes. Yeah. Um, one of the things that stood out to me that I really liked. Um, also, that scene with Scarface, that was dope as shit mm-hmm. of him just like playing the, like, it's crazy to hear like those bare bones tracks that would eventually go on to become like, like these, these fucking songs that are ingrained in culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, of like, he wanted Scarface to do the hook on, on Jesus Walks. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about like how many different versions of like songs Kanye has for like each one of his joints. Yeah. It's like seeing that and like him like passing on it. And then what did he say he was going to write to? I forgot. Because he, he played Jesus Walks and then he played, um oh, he played uh, uh, Family Affair. Oh, Family Business. Yeah, Family Business. And he wanted... And who, I think he, he wanted. I think he wanted a verse on Family Business because he asked him. He was like, "How many verses are on that?" And he was like, "It's just one. Just me. If you can get on it, if you want." And, and then, then you he, hear the final version. It's yeah. all Kanye. Yeah. But he ended up bouncing him a disc with all three of the beats on it, and it was just like, "Damn, that's fucking crazy, man." Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, just watching that, man. It 
it motivated me. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Like I got up, made a few beats and shit. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm gonna be the next yay, yay. And then I got tired. I'm gonna have my sneaker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy, man. Like it goes to show, like it's just like you can be the most talented and fucking hardworking person, but it's like not a lot of niggas out there to help you out. You know, you gotta you gotta have like a circle you gotta have people who believe there has to be someone who believes in you who helps you out and lends you the helping hand man it's the same thing like it's like i said with the pod man it's like we got people we'll drop an episode and it's like i know we got over i know i got over 100 followers i know you got over 100 followers now imagine if all 100 of those followers actually shared the pod yeah like put it out there instead of just and some do and you know you know a lot pity of pity like or whatnot yeah uh, some do like i know there's a good handful of people that like actually share it they bought merch like mm-hmm. they fucking support it and it's dope and like i have people that like listen to you know almost every episode and they'll like start talking to me about shit and yeah. like and I, I forget that i talk about it on the pod and somebody will mention to me like mention to it to me in person and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are they talking about? I'm like, oh, they're talking about the podcast. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's just really cool. So everybody that, you know, listens and, and has been supporting so far, like, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, yeah. But I don't mean no wrong. I'm just saying that's the unintentional gatekeeper attitude yeah. that people have of just, like, paying it no mind, keeping it moving or whatnot. Because then it's just, like, it's kind of like the wait and see mentality, like, Oh, either it blows up. If it blows up, then we'll come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, man, we always rock with you. And it's like, why didn't you say so? Yeah. Or if it doesn't blow up, then it's just like, I'll just hate in the background like I was doing in the first place. That's who I I know. I I have a feeling somewhere out there, somebody's mad that we're doing this podcast. Oh, there's there's no no feeling about it. But I'm I'm pretty sure sure somebody's upset like, man, fuck these niggas doing this podcast. Oh, they they dropped another episode? This shit ain't even good. Fuck them. I'm going to hate listening to it. But so, let me listen to this Nick. They don't even know what they talking about. They ain't they, even real sneaker heads. Thanks for that one listen per week. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> one or two. You know what I'm saying? But nah, the the Genius Doc is definitely a good documentary to check out. Um if you're a musician or rapper or just or, anybody who's fault chasing their dreams trying to get something off the ground, it's definitely very it's extremely motivating extremely. Uh, look at what it takes and just also if you just like the the history of it like me like i just i'm like so in love with that era i mean not even that era of music but just like that 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 particular point in time because it's like it was when i was becoming a man i was like uh i just became a teenager you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. it's just this is all the shit that influenced me back then yeah and i'm like seeing the the origins of it it's crazy to see like all the people that were in the room too yeah and then, like, you see, like, the names of people, and then you tie it to, like, references and songs. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that one in Big Brother, he's like, Colleen told me I could buy two tickets. Mm-hmm. And that was a chick that he showed all falls down to. And I, didn't know that, I didn't know he said Colleen. I thought he said called in, told me I can buy two, two tickets. tickets. Yeah. But she was, like, the whatever for uh, Rock at the time. Damn. And so, 
He said, Carlene told me I could buy two tickets. And I was just like, I, I, I seen her name, and I just kept thinking about that. I was like, God damn, this was the bitch that told Kanye that he had to buy two tickets. He couldn't even get he couldn't even get to the show for free. That's fucking crazy. He was producing beats for the fucking Blueprint. For Jay. Yeah. For Jay, man. So, yeah. Um, but then that, too, like how big All Falls Down is. Yeah. And he was in there showing... You know, everybody that's on it is like, oh. That's this episode, though, right? I'm yeah. pretty sure it goes into that. Um, that should be dope as fuck. It's, it's crazy to see a world where Kanye is not the center of it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where Kanye is not Kanye. Yeah. And then even watching that, it's like Kanye was still Kanye then. Exactly. And, and, it, and I, every- I get what you said when you told me that. Because yeah. you could see it. Like, there was one... Man, I forgot who he was. It was when he was on stage. And he like he went off about the I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team, and then he started talking his shit, and like Jay like went over to him to get the mic, and he was just like holding the mic, and he did the the devious Kanye smile like after he goes on a, a rant now, and I'm just yeah. like holy shit, he he's been the same he never changed like people say he changed he's the same motherfucker he's always he's been dude. and he's fucking goofy like yeah that nigga riding a scooter around in his house like <laughs> that was wild seeing Jay with braids though yeah. But he's always been the same. Like even, but the thing that I really thought was like the coolest shit out of all this, and which I could see why it hurt him so bad, is when his mom passed because like how supportive she was. Yeah, and like how like everything he did, she's like, oh, that that's good, Kanye. Like she was, she's really rooting for this motherfucker, man. Like, and it's what people said like when it happened. Oh, because every that was of course if you tied back, that's when he started like acting like a wild boy and shit but it's just like you could clearly see that that was his stability in life that yeah that held that shit together and kept kept it in check with her like telling him all the stuff about like a giant doesn't look in the mirror and all that shit like yeah you know yeah. like all that shit it all comes back around full circle and it's like oh yeah you know what after she did pass away that's when he started just wilding the fuck out all the time you know what but, I'm saying? but it was crazy because even watching like before so like that whole shit that Went on with that other dude that was talking down on. Yeah, one of his mentors. Like, they showed up face to face. Mm -hmm. Like, Kanye's about that action. Like, but it was crazy to see that shit because it's like, yo, Kanye is still Kanye. It's just like now people think it's crazy because he's more in the spotlight. I mean, he is a little fucking weird, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. I don't just. I gotta see where the rest of this shit goes. It's yeah. I like I like the the insight that we're getting from this shit. I just it, it gives me it gives me like um what was the Jay Z documentary? Yeah, Fade to Black. No no no. He had another one. I don't remember that. Was one. it like Rock was it no, nah, it wasn't Rock the Mic. Oh man. He had another one backstage. It was like it was like following like a Def Jam tour around back in the day. It's probably Rock the Mic. And it was like it was like him, Meth Red Method Man, Red Man. It had everybody on Def Jam in like the late 90s on it. Um, but it's giving me the vibes like that. I yeah. mean, like I know Fade to Black was, I remember that and everything. Like it's definitely got Fade to Black vibes. But there was like another one that came out. I think it was the Streets is Watch DVD. Or the Streets is Watch's tour or something like that. But yeah, it, it throws some vibes out there just seeing like the behind the scenes. But it's just, it's just crazy to see like, it's like I said, it's just crazy to see a world where like Kanye is not established yet. Yeah. And it's like I, I completely forgot what that was like, and it's like if you can like put yourself back in that time or remember how it was, it's like I remember Jay just like mentioned him a few times and be like, 
on the Guess Who's Back. Chicago, you got your own Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who is that? Yeah. It's Kanye West. And the next thing you know, you're reading the fucking producer credits on albums prior, and it's like, Kanye West? K West? K, what the fuck? So, I'm going to ask you a question. Because I know a lot of people, like, when they see or hear Kanye, like, his name, they're like, oh, that guy, he's a jackass. Yeah. Right? But I wonder if they watch this, would they still have that opinion of him? I don't know. I feel like they just they see the oh god, he's got his own show. Like fuck that, yeah. and they just skip over it. I don't think they give it the time of day because most people, especially nowadays, if they don't like something, they just won't they, yeah, won't, they won't invest time in the understanding. Because why there's so they don't many like people it. that like oh like he's fucking crazy. Like I would never like this. Yeah. He's stupid. He said this. He said what? But then it's like you go back and you watch it like this, and it's like people were shitting on him for so long. Yeah. Of course you would be that way. Course of course you would want to puff your chest out and talk your shit especially after you accomplish what you accomplish like you're at the level that you're at now of course you would talk your shit because everybody in the beginning fucking doubted you yeah and then what did memphis bleak say he's like once you get to that point he's like everybody's gonna hate you like you don't have haters and the haters what makes it great memphis man love me some memphis bleak, Me- Memph bleak. that nigga <laughs> but it's just like i think it it's a good insight on kind of, it kind of like it, it humanizes him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just make him like this fucking celebrity figure. Like you can actually see like the personality and how he is yeah. behind what, you know, this nigga's just a fucking creative dude. It's an origin story. <laughs> yeah. It's an origin story of yay now of yay. But yeah. So, uh, I'm definitely going to get into the second part tonight. I'm a, oh man, I can't wait to, Oh, Def Def. Getting all these fucking text messages right but, now. But um Sorry. shit. Definitely check it out. It's uh it's dope. We can't wait to recap some more episode two next next week for you guys too. So I definitely I, I definitely recommend it. For sure. Even if you don't like Kanye, I recommend Even it. Even if you, I I recommend it if you don't like Kanye. Yeah. So um yeah, on that note, we're gonna wrap up this episode. Um thank y'all for tuning in joining whatever y'all doing if y'all on youtube or spotify apple Podcasts, or whatever you're doing and uh shout out to weathered souls for the bevy of the episode they didn't sponsor this but (laughs) we just want to shout them out because they're local and they're black owned appreciate it weathered souls so cheers to y'all and uh peace peace